Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Forget it, you can come down to the Y June 3rd, July 3rd, start signing your kids up for futsal, but the partnership between the YMCA of Central New Mexico and your New Mexico United. And we're talking about the New Mexico United with friend of the show, friend in real life, David Estrada. Dave, welcome Hello. to the program, brother. Hey, how's it going? Thank you how, guys for having me. How many bicycle uh, kick goals do you have in your career? I have three, and they were all in a training session. <laughs> no video evidence, I'm assuming. Huh? No is, video evidence. All right, so is there, is there like, the best photo ever taken? Is it floating around the United? Like, is there, like, a giant poster? Like, how do you celebrate what I would argue is, like, the most difficult thing in all sports, the bicycle kick goal? Yeah, Obviously, Sandoval uh, attempted a few of them. He had one in OKC. Uh, funny enough, it came off uh, one of, of my miss headers, huh. and then he he scored a bicycle kick in in OKC, which maybe they had I want to say close to maybe four to five thousand people at, at that stadium. But um, you know the way that Armando, you know, resorted to that sort of you know last ditch effort of you know, doing the bicycle kick, but also the meaning of that goal in, in a new era, I would call it, with a coach, uh, Eric Quill. Yeah. Uh, for me, it just it made it that much more sweeter. What What's the vibe? Speaking of the new coach, Eric, what's the vibe there? Is he being welcomed with open arms? Has he got his sea legs? It seemed like it's business as usual now. Absolutely, man. And, and one of the things that he did is, you know, he just sat with, the play, each individual player on the roster and for me everything that i've heard from the players from um you know the supporting coaching staff it's all been very very positive and, and i think he knows that he came into a very unique situation in terms of i mean i'm pretty biased but i feel that new mexico united is a very very special club um, not only in the usl championship but i would argue even if you compare it with markets of MLS teams. And so he understands how, how much this team means to the people, not only in Albuquerque, but the entire state of New Mexico. And so to have a guy that understands that, for me, we're already off on a, on a really good start. Obviously, getting the first W under the Quill leadership, that's a big deal. There's usually a lot of fun, um, like, like blubbers, right? There's a lot of fun mistakes that you're able to celebrate. And Kalen Ryden scoring a goal against his own team, does does the United have a way to, to kind of rib that? Is that because you get the win? Are you guys able to make a joke about that? Or is that left in a like a more severe category? No, I think that he'll look at it and, um, you know, back when we used to be in the locker room and we used to watch the game over maybe a day or two after um, the game, we would sort of play the highlights and then maybe, you know, we, we might bring that up, but also I'm pretty sure uh, Ryden doesn't think it's very funny. And so yep. I think there's always a time for that, but um, especially more when you win, you have those type of opportunities. When the results are not going your way, obviously it's probably not the best uh, time to bring those things up. But I will say he redirected that header um, to Mondo Moreno. So 
I would say he definitely uh, made up for it, obviously being an outstanding um, wall in the back. I think that just adds to, even though he did have an own goal, I thought he had a superb uh, performance. David, how's the post-pitch career going? I mean, I've heard so many you know, great stories about you, how competitive you are, what a great teammate you are. You know, just for example, at the ribbon cutting for the mini pitch here at the YMCA, you volunteered to coach these kids while they're breaking in the new pitch. And, you know, I, I love the little speech you gave the kids, you know, uh, be a good teammate, be a, show good sportsmanship, et cetera, et cetera. But they rolled that ball out on the pitch, and you're like, pass the ball, get back on defense. Like, I mean, that just never goes away, does it? Uh, it, really, it really doesn't. And, and for me, I think one of the best things about this sport is that it allows you to bring out some of those, uh, you know, competitive uh, sides of individuals. Obviously, not everyone is like that. But if you're not trying to score and be, you know, like, that's the point of the game for me. And I always want to remind the kids that, yes, we're there to have fun. But score goals, too, because that, in my opinion, that's <laughs> the most, as an attacker, again, I'm going to be biased, but I really do believe that there's no other feeling close to it in terms of being in a stadium full of people, watching the ball hit the back of the net, and then just enjoying that moment with the entire uh, stadium. For me, that that was one of the most beautiful things, and I try to bring that in our academy team, which I, I'm able to coach, and our U23s, which I'm able to help coach. And then, obviously, anytime I'm around the youth, I really want them to, to sort of understand the meaning of it's the hardest thing to do, but when you're able to, you know, score and put a goal past that goalkeeper, you should celebrate, and everyone should be able to celebrate. And for me, the beautiful thing is that after the kid scores his, the first goal in this mini pitch, he takes off his penny, he runs across to the other side of his, <laughs> on his side of the goal, he takes off his, and then he, like, does the Ronaldo celebration. So for me, be able to share those moments with the youth, with our kids here in Albuquerque is something I, I do cherish. The United YMCA Futsal League registration opens July the 3rd. You can do it here at the YMCA Central New Mexico, YMCACNM.org. You can get your kids signed up. David Estrada joining us on the program, talking about the United. Obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on the 4th of July. But before we get to that, David, is this the turning point for the United this season? Because if I'm going to be cynical, Fred, if I'm going to be off the air, Fred, um, I don't recognize the team as I know it from last year and previous seasons. Is this the moment where the United are back on track for a playoff push? I think so. And, and obviously you need these type of gritty results um, um, for players to see the buy-in from uh, Coach Quill. And, and I, I will say this, man, like it could be good today we get a result. And then we might take one step back, and then maybe we take two steps forward. But it is a process. It's really hard to ask of one guy, and obviously he has really great coaching, supporting staff. But to ask him to sort of change a little bit of the mentality of the previous coach to now this coach, um, you know, it takes time. And, and I do believe that we saw glimpses of that. Even in the, re the, the game that we didn't have a good result, you can say it was, Three one, but I saw that when we were down two one, they were going for it, right? We weren't right. being reserved right. and then waiting for our chance. No, they were going all out, and that's why it sometimes opens you up for that that third goal. But for me, that's an aggressive side that 
I want to see that. That For me, that's attractive football because we have a team that's actually trying to be super aggressive in the final third. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's what we've seen in glimpses here and there. But I will say it is a process. And I, I would say it would take, you know, a few more weeks before we can actually say, ah, that, that's the team that's going to get us to the playoffs. So much you need us foundation football tournament this 4th of July van at the Sandia Golf Club. Shotgun start at 2 p.m. Team registration, $505. You can be a whole sponsor for $1,000 van. That will give you an opportunity to also field a team. And then signature whole sponsor comes in at $2,500. Contact the New Mexico United for opportunity to be a part of that. Chanel Weesey will be your point of contact there. Dave, you kicking it in this thing? Uh, like I said, I never do. I mean, especially soccer, right? Uh, I really do think it's really hard to turn off that competitive. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to be in this uh, football tournament just to be ha- to have fun. I'm going to try and win it. I know we have another. It might be a little bit unfair because we might have another. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to share, but let's just say another recent uh United retired player. Just say Devin um, Sandoval. Just say it out loud. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be our team plus a couple <laughs> other two uh, very good soccer players. So uh, we're not in it just to have fun. We're in it to, to win it. But obviously, um, the fact that we're we're trying to um, you know raise funds for the academy, uh, the youth, very talented group that we have for me is very very uh, special. And I hope that folks show up and you know you can support our foundation by having fun and losing to us in the football <laughs> tournament. So that everyone goes home happy. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. You know, you say you're in it to win it, and it seems like United are in it to win it. How much better does it feel when you win it against a rival? Just beat Colorado Springs, and we got those losers down there in El Paso hate coming them. up next. I hate El Paso. <laughs> I think it's obviously, as you say, the regional rivalries, and these are guys that obviously in 2020, that's all who we played, right? We didn't really travel too far, and um, these are teams that we've played more than other teams, and so uh, you know the rivalry between us in um, El Paso, then you have Phoenix, and then you have Colorado Springs, so those three teams for me are are the ones that it's always that much sweeter to, to sort of have a good performance against, but obviously El Paso, you got to give them credit too because right now nope. they're on a roll, but Man. that's going to make it that much sweeter for us too going down there. And, you know, I expect a good uh, performance from our group too. Now I got two options, Van. I can stay here. I can play in the 4th of July tournament for someone you need us, the football tournament at San Diego Golf. Cool. Okay. Or I follow the boys and celebrate the 4th of July in Las Vegas. What do you do? My goodness. Which one? Oh, man. this is a win-win. If I've ever oh. seen a win-win, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the other thing. We will have. Uh, oh, go ahead, brother. The fourth part as well. So, um, obviously, the team is away that weekend, and like you mentioned, they're in Las Vegas. But we'll have a watch party at the Sandia Sports Bar as well, where I will have my championship cup, and I will allow David to touch it. That's the plan. <laughs> David Estrada, thank you for joining us, brother. Anything we missed? Oh, that is it. I appreciate you guys always uh, spreading the word of, you know, the what we're trying to do in the community with the Summer Studios Foundation, with United, and 
um, you know, I appreciate you guys always, uh, you know, sharing the love of the game because uh, we need individuals like you guys that believe in what we're doing, and it means the world to us. I agree completely. There it is. Yeah, not so bad. David Estrada, right. thanks, brother. Thanks, David. I yeah, appreciate you guys. Have a good rest of your day, man. Whenever we get back from the break, on Article Van, top ten reasons why the Cowboys are booty. All right, let's go. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Yeah. All right, A. Murray. You left us in on whenever you get the echo. Give me the okay. You're good. Thank you. Welcome back to the program. Little Inside Radio, A. Marie was cutting the teaser during the break. Uh-huh. How'd the teaser go, A. Marie? Pretty good? Pretty great. Did you tell everyone we're at the McLeod YMCA tomorrow? I did. Ooh. Oh, starting at 4 p.m. Did you tell them we're going to break down a crazy night on Monday Night Football tomorrow? Did you tell them that? Yeah, did you tell them that? I said I was going to shove as much sports content as possible tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. I like when you use penetrative words like that. Mm-hmm. Giggity. You're welcome. Every year, this newspaper in Philadelphia puts out these super troll articles. We've been doing this bit for a lot of years. Yeah, we have. Every year, I'm going to make sure I got the guy's name. Jimmy Kempsky. And he's a writer at the Philly Voice, okay? That sounds like a Philly dude. It's a Philly dude. And every year, Amory, I don't know if you're familiar with these, he puts out articles, and they're literally called the... Ten reasons the Cowboys will be a dumpster fire this season. Same title every year. Every year. And Jimmy has Definitely blessed sounds us. sounds like the East Coast mentality. <laughs> such a good Definitely pick. not uh, delusional fans that live here. Ooh. Ooh. Reason number ten. Okay. Same team, new season, Van. Yep. They, uh, they always got a couple guys. Fifteen years ago, their stars were Terrell Owens and Jason Witten and Demarcus Ware and Eight seasons ago, it was Des Bryant and Tyron Smith and DeMarco Murray, and these days it's Micah Parsons and CeeDee Lamb and Zach Martin. They uh, never have that many good players. They just got a couple okay ones. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. What about Cooper Rush? <laughs> He's on the list. Now, hold on, a Marie. Stupid sports-adjacent joke, and I hate myself right now. Now, a Marie. I hate myself right now. I fell into the trap. So that's my guy. No. You don't just go stealing yes. my dudes. Well, I just said sports-adjacent jokes. Okay, well, that's not a joke. It's, it's real joke. football analysis. It's football He's only things. lost one game in his whole career. Mm-hmm. He's a legend. Twelve consecutive playoff appearances without making a conference championship game. <sighs> They're not good. Reason number nine. Rookie defensive tackle, Mazzy Smith, will suck. <laughs> Is that what it literally says, or are you guys making this up? It says, also, check. Micah check. Parsons is not decent. He's one of the best in the game. Come on. Who? Micah Parsons. If your best player is at the worst and most worthless position in linebacker? the game. Linebacker? Linebacker. Then you have zero value. Worthless. Linebacker. Linebacker. Okay, anyways, keep going. with. Is this the real list, or are you making this up? This is the real list. 
It has been 10,024 days since the Dallas Cowboys were last in an NFC championship game. That's not good. This article is kind of on to something. They don't have any dudes on their roster that had more than three and a half sacks from the defensive line position last year. That's bad. That's very bad. Reason number eight, the backup quarterback. Okay. (laughs) Are you serious? Is he actually the good one? One of the amazing things that happened during the 2022 season was the Cowboys won four straight games with Cooper Rush at quarterback. After Prescott fractured his thumb week one, Rush didn't exactly look good during those games. First off, how dare you? He looks great. But he didn't turn the ball over. Most important part of being a quarterback. He actually turned it over twice against the Washington Guardians. So uh, Cooper Rush not good enough to lead a team in case middle of the road Dak Prescott goes down. I'm going to throw some names out here. Patrick Mahomes, (laughs) Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts. I got Cooper Rush right after that tier. No, you don't. Yeah, he's no, that good. No, you don't. No, you the don't. The only way the Cowboys are going to get over the hump this year if they trade that loser Dak and move on with a real quarterback named Cooper Rush. You put you put Cooper Rush at number six? Maybe seven. It's a tier. It's not an exact place. Yeah, he's in the it's second. It's a tier. Yeah. Yeah, I buy that. A way he's like a tier ahead of Kirk Cousins. Yeah. If you're going to tell me right now whoever is the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints is better than Cooper Rush, Derek you're a Carr. liar. You're a liar. I'd take Cooper Rush over Derek Carr. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I would oh take Cooper Rush over God. whoever is starting are... in Seattle. you got Geno Smith. Yeah, over Geno Smith. Yeah, washed up Geno Smith. Yeah. So Who's you starting... guys are leaving out Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, same. Trevor same. Lawrence. Same. same. So that's the same. Trevor same. Lawrence. Well, definitely. Trevor Lawrence is in the tier below. Same tier. Yeah, Cooper Rush, same tier, same tier with Herbert and Lamar Jackson. Trevor Lawrence. These people are winners. If you were to equate Trevor Lawrence to a different player to a different possession, he's like the Brett Maurer of kickers. Even Jared Goff, you got to put a little more respect to that too. Like you're telling Jared, me, he threw it to one guy all year. Jared Goff is in the same tier as Kirk Cousins. Jared Goff and is Dak just Prescott. Kirk Cousins with yeah with a vaccine. Yeah. Jared Goff is vaccinated Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's it. Oh and if the two of them God. had a baby, it would be Daniel Jones. Yep, there you go. Reason number seven, Brett Maurer sucks. Oh, we're yeah, only on go. seven? <laughs> he missed so many point-after touchdowns at the end of the season. You remember sitting at Howie Sports page watching the Dallas Cowboys just shashank, shashank, shashank points off the board? It was hilarious. He's still the kicker. Why? He makes over 90% of his kicks. Not when they matter. It's okay. <laughs> like so bad. That was really bad. I do remember that. It's weird to me that people stop talking about that. The offensive line is a huge concern. I can't name a single dude on the offensive line. Tyron Smith, maybe? I got one dude with, like, a super cool name. I, I'm going blank. So you have Chuma. Zach Martin. Chuma Ugoda. Tyron Smith. What would you just say? Chuma Idoga. Idoga. Chuma Idoga. Chuma Ugoda. He's taking some snaps. Chuma BH, because that line sucks. That line is not good. 
So the offensive line is obviously a okay. huge concern. Put that up with the list. Reason number five, are we sure Dak Prescott is even good? Black Kirk Cousins? He's not oh good. God. Also, he turned 30 this week. That means he's done. Retire him. Mm. It's the Cooper Rush era. Please enter into the Cooper Rush era. I want the Cowboys to be good for the sake of the NFL. Hey, Marie's over here like, what do you mean the guy that led the NFL in interceptions isn't the best? Mm -hmm. That's A. Marie right now. Led the league in interceptions. But he's so nice to children. (sighs) He had two picks against the 49ers in that playoff game. Lucky it was only two. Lucky he was only two. He led the NFL in interceptions. And Cooper Rush played five and a half games. Oh, that's really bad. Now, whenever you say it like that. Yeah. Man, he only led the NFL in interceptions because his thumb was broken. <laughs> Put in Cooper Rush. Put in Cooper Rush if you want to win. Reason number four, who's going to run the ball? Tony Pollard. Okay, they finally got a good one. This is this one doesn't make the most sense. Tony Pollard's been better than Ezekiel Elliott for a minute. Yeah. He's coming off an injury, though. He broke his leg. He broke his leg. That's not an injury. Well, he's going to be ready by the season. An injury's turf toe. <laughs> also, okay, we'll sell that to Deion Sanders. Oh, all right, that's a good Almost one. lost a friggin' foot. I got some numbers here. You ready? Okay. He had 258 touches last season. He broke his leg on the last one. I mean, you always break your leg on the last oh, one. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get another one after that. Yeah. They don't have a single other running back? That's wild to me. They're going to get Ezekiel Elliott for pennies on the dollar. Because no one else wants him. Not because he wants to be there or they want Yeah. Him. Brian Schottenheimer. <laughs> there's, been one, there's been one good Schottenheimer this whole time. It's not Brian. He already blew through him. Oh, gosh. Amory, can you imagine? Can you imagine me like, you know what we should do? We should get hyped. Over Brian Schottenheimer is our offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator is in Dallas historically the worst, but then they go on to become head coaches for some reason. And you're like, why? Why is this happening, Boise State quarterback? Why are you finding this success? Avery, I don't understand your text. I do. I got next next segment. It's I'm gonna, so it's excited. A, it's a gem for you. Reason number two, Mike McCarthy's still the head coach. I think that one there qualifies. Yep. Yeah. Embrace mediocrity. People don't like Mike McCarthy. Well, he's not good. He this, wasted the Packers for years. His family doesn't like him. I had to watch him screw up playoff decision after playoff decision. He went on to say publicly that he was just lying to Jerry Jones about how much he knew about the Cowboys. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Like during the oh interview? Oh, my gosh. He's a liar. That's got the job, though. Good for him. Him and Aaron Rodgers got along so well. And here's the absolute truth. Are you ready? Yeah. The number one reason the Cowboys will be a complete dumpster fire, according to the Philly Voice. They haven't been to an NFC Championship game oh since God. 1995 season. This guy is a season. troll. 10,025 days, Van. You called it. It's uh, put you in the 10,000 drought club, which includes the Miami Dolphins, the Detroit Lions, the Washington Guardians, and, of course, the Cleveland Browns. Always topping that list. And they didn't have a team 
for several years. The Cowboys are in a tier of teams that didn't even exist for a period of time. <laughs> it's uh, not going to be the Cowboys' year, eh, Murray? Pull your money off of them. I, I don't bet on them ever. No. It's a, bet against them. That'd be a good bet. Whenever we get back, Amory says she's going to play something from Dippin' Dots. What does that mean? I got you. Find out. I'm glad you haven't seen this yet because this is legendary. What is this news? Yes. You can call it news. At 6.30 on a Monday in the middle of summer, it is is breaking news. This is an interview from a pitcher from the College World Series, and it is upper echelon. Okay. The ice cream of tomorrow... Whenever we get back, it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. All right, Amory, I need you to make a producer decision here. Friend of the show, Wayne, is on the phone allegedly. Also, we have the best audio ever heard from University of Virginia pitcher Stephen Scoach. What do you think we should do first? Uh, talk to Wayne. Friend of the show, Wayne, welcome right. to the program, brother. Uh, I wouldn't mind being scrubbed for... Uh... Dippin' Dots commercial, but I, I thought oh, Dippin' Dots was a fad. I thought, I thought it was like the last year of Super Bowl fans. They just come and go, and they just don't really last very long. I didn't know that was that was still a thing. I tried it one time, and it, it was like a tease. Like, it was just a sample of what ice cream should be. Um, mm. But anyways, I was just trying to get back on sports. So I heard you guys talking about the Cowboys, and it, it, as a fan of the Cowboys, it was kind of hard for me not to chime in on that because I think <laughs> – I mean, I know everybody says, well, they, they play every, every team plays them like they're the best, uh, like because they won so many championships back in the days and stuff. But I think it still has a lot to do with the media. Like the media hypes them up a lot and talks them up. And as a fan, it's kind of heartbreaking because they do kind of think it's their year every year. And the, I think as human beings, people and as players, I think they kind of fight against that. I think there's, there's sometimes where there's refs so like, oh, that was kind of, kind of bias towards against the Cowboys and I think sometimes you see players hype up and then when you as a fan going to the the game every year it's not it's not fan friendly it's not supporting the team it's more of an event so I think a lot of teams play really well in Cowboys Stadium because it, it the fans are very savvy as far as how when to cheer when not to cheer uh it, the, the event itself is more of an event so I think that's why a lot of teams play them well as well but I think there's a lot of things against them. Regardless of the Cowboys, if you love them or hate them, you can't talk about NFL without talking about the Cowboys. The Hail Mary, uh, the the reason why they played for Thanksgiving is because it was to commemorate JFK's assassination, um, the, the whole three bringing cheerleaders to the NFL, the Ice Bowl, there's tons of things to catch. Uh, but if anything, I think uh, the reason, because there's so much stigma around them, there's a lot of hate, and I think that's why a lot of teams play them so well and Cowboys don't really live up to the potential every year, but I just had to chime in on that, but I guess hope your sound bites better than my take, but I hope you guys have a good evening. <laughs> First of all, super good take from Yeah, Wayne. Well, hot take, brother. I almost want to give him a hug. Yeah, I mean, it's very delusional. Like, oh, you're very, like, no, but that was very sweet. I mean, that's really nice of him. Cowboy fans are, like, angry or, like, I don't know, whatever. Like, he's so sweet. That was so genuine and sweet and... I mean, it's really nice of him to share Selling with the friends of the, the show what he shares with his therapist. Yeah, like his mental yeah. health journey. I'm I into know. that. He sounds like he's really coming to terms with being a Cowboy fan. Yeah, also like... Really, Wayne's really turned a corner, and we're proud of him. Well, and what Wayne is doing, which I appreciate, is he is uh, bringing up things from at least more than 10,000 days ago. Sure. Because that's what all Cowboys fans uh-huh. do. All right, well done. There's this idea that... I agree, the NFL is better when the Cowboys are good. Mm-hmm. It's better. 
you and I sat at Howie Sports page and watched them get it taken to them by the San Francisco 49ers, and we loved it. For sure. I mean, it's so much fun. It's, it's not like I want the Cowboys to lose all year and be horrible. Football is better when the Cowboys are good and competitive and they're a talking point, especially on this program. But having them lose at the penultimate moment when it matters the most, yes. that's different. Sign me up for that. It's also really good, though. Yes. Speaking of really good, hey, Marie, does this need set up or do we just let it roll? I say we let it roll. Hey, just the smallest of setups. Okay. This is Virginia pitcher. What's his name? Scott Stapp. I forgot what his name is. Steven. Yes. Shock. Yes. Steven Scooch. S-C-H-O-C-H. Scooch. Steven Steven Scooch post-game interview. That's all we'll do. Amory, make this one a little louder than normal because um, this guy's got a little bit of a Virginia draw, and Mm -hmm. I want to make sure the punchlines are coming through. As long as you got your 26 guys ready to kick ass or kick butt, um, you're going to be all right. Sorry, I sweared. <laughs> no, you're good. I heard a fan offer free dipping Dots if I blew it, which the price of dipping Dots with inflation is just unreal. So for a brief moment, I was like, damn, dipping Dots sound good. But also I thought in the back of my head, we win today, we win tomorrow or tonight. We're going to be here another day. That's more per diem. So that means I can buy my own dipping Dots. And be a winner. <laughs> I think three words every time I'm out there. The first one's a swear word. Starts with F. Um, second word's attack. Third one's win. Does anything make you nervous? Caves. <laughs> I really get too caught up in all the jibber-jabber and all the mean things people might say to me because it's just, you know, I think I'm a cool guy. My dogs think I'm awesome. My teammates like me. And my friends like me. So I'm going to attack and you'll win. That's top show. That is upper echelon post-game yes. interview. Yes. Yes. A, a per diem of $75 may be claimed for each day away from home or school. No more than one day's travel each way may be claimed. Per diem covers all incidental expenses, including parking, tolls, airline fees, Internet access, ground transportation, and meals not provided by the NCAA. And dipping Dots. <laughs> Definitely dipping Dots. Dude, his comedic timing is genius. <laughs> He said his daily routine is to F, attack, and kill. Win. And win. Win. F, attack, and win. Okay, I'm going to actually uh, DM this guy. He has a podcast. Oh, here we go. Okay, I mean, please have him on the show. It is that time of year. (laughs) And he makes hats. What? Like straw hats? Yeah, what do you mean? Like underwater basket weaving things? His own Twitter profile says that he's an absolute madman. His big donkey brand. Big donkey is the name of his clothing big brand. Big donkey was my nickname yes. in high school. This is fun to me right now. Okay. So my two worlds come together. My basketball playing years when I would play on these like all area teams or whatever, everyone called me Big Donkey. And I didn't hate it. That's not the worst nickname. No. Not insanely factual. I tried to change it to Big City years later. No. But it was, it didn't stick. No, stay with Big Donkey. If I still run into that group of like young men that are now adults that I played like all area youth basketball with, they will still call me Big Donkey. You know what it's easier to do when you have a cool nickname? F, 
attack, and win. <laughs> One of them's a swear word. Starts with an F. Yep. <laughs> attack and win. Now, actually, I think that's a Jared Leto thing. F attack and win. Yeah, I think that's a Jared Leto quote. Oh, I doubt that. I, it's so he's it, not that clever. I don't think it's original to our boy Big Donkey Stephen Shahak. If it's not good, Let's see if I can find it for you real quick. I sent you guys pictures of his hats that he has for sale. Right. That's cool. very nice of you. Thank I'm you. pulling it up on the personal texter, and there's no link. I got no link. I sent you a picture. Blank. We I got well, I got I, blank as well. well. I appreciate. Okay. What did you switch back yeah, to you Android? Yeah, what do you got? An Android. Did you switch back to Android, Android Amy? Again? Is that what you did? I've never had an Android. Okay. Well, not the evidence I found here. Jared Leto with his own personal insignia. Sleep, dream, wake, attack, create, fight, f bomb, win, sleep, dream. That's a little. That's, that's a little wordy. Much, that's that's a little wordy. Much. It's very Jared Leto of Jared Leto to do that. Jared Leto is the one celebrity that I'm certain has committed a heinous crime and no one knows about it. Because he's smart enough to get away with it? Yeah, look at him. There's a couple dudes where you know they're in the clear. Weird Al, Jack Black. Yeah. There's a couple dudes where you like, they have done no harm ever in their life to any human being. Um, or You call it the Mr. Rogers tier. The Mr. Rogers tier. There's yeah. a couple guys in it. LeVar Burton. Conversely, all the way on the other side. The Leto tier. You got the Leto tier. Yeah, which is you can't prove it, but you know it. Jeremy Piven. hundred percent yeah, Jeremy sure. Piven. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon. James Franco, for yes, sure. Yes, 100% for again. Sure. There's bodies somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now only James Franco knows where the bodies are. Anyone that Ashton Kutcher's deleted their phone number from his cell phone? No, nah, Ashton Kutcher's on the Mr. Rogers side. Oh, I know he is. That's what I'm saying. Oh, any number that's been deleted By him. from Ashton Kutcher's phone. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah, he's yeah, that's the, a bunch of them. He's yeah, that. was the Scientology guy. Yeah, that dude sucked. Masterson. Yeah. Yeah. Michael. I don't care. I also don't. Yeah. Whatever his name is, don't give him credit. Jared Leto's that guy. Yeah, for sure. Right. He, have, he has a cult. If you can't tell by that weird cross logo, he has a cult already. Oh wait, hold on. Allegedly. I allegedly mean, I mean, a cult. Allegedly a cult. Because our legal team isn't strong enough yet, but still, <laughs> homie's got a cult. Allegedly. I'm into Stephen Scouts. I'm into this interview. I'm also into interviews, like, mic'd up players. Yes. I don't know if, like, overall people love that, but you, the guys that get mic'd up are the dudes who want to be mic'd up. Mm-hmm. Who are allowed. You're like, okay, does this guy have a personality? Will he allow us to do this? Mm-hmm. Sweet. I'm in. To me, it's also about brand 360, right? Like, because obviously the athleticism you have in the field, super sweet. Like, like your capabilities as a player – but what about your capabilities as a product? Like Big Donkey brand or whatever this is? I'm now into I'm now a fan of this thing. I like struts. Steven, Steven Scooch, or whatever his name is, he looks like the type of dude that would have fixed somebody's tire on their car yeah. and then purchased alcohol for a minor in the same calendar day. Right, interesting. Dude likes to party, but he's also a dude. He would, he would change the tire on your car and then buy you a beer. Correct. Thanking you for the opportunity yeah. to change your tire. Exactly. I love him. He's like, hey, man, I've been looking to change a tire for at least 13, 14 months. What's our I-9 varsity today? The varsity of something's way too wordy that I don't remember that you, you said. You thought of it, Fred. It was serving sizes. 
the I-9 varsity of unacceptable serving sizes. All right, let's go. That's better than what you said earlier. This is the one. Okay, I'm in. You had the notes. I thought you were writing it down. No, because it was so dumb the first time you said it. I was like, I'm not writing this down. He'll forget it. This is better, though. Today's I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of unacceptable serving sizes. This is a good one. From the texter, a friend of the show, Kyle, says Shia LaBeouf is in the Leto tier. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Anyone, when you have to say their last name with their first name, freaks me out. No one has ever just said Shia. Shia. That's very weird. That's super weird. Ugh. I feel icky now. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. His or com- buff? It, maybe. LaBeouf. He's cre- he- I mean, he has his own opera about murdering people. What? I can't wait to show you this during commercial break. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We came to play. I got an idea. Okay. All 4th of July holiday weekend, so that starts June the 30th till Tuesday, July the 4th. Okay. I'm wearing Albuquerque Dukes gear only. I can't yet. Why? I'm still seasoning my shirt. What does that mean? So I got that retro logo, the Albuquerque Dukes retro logo. You know, the the, the full body one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The full body of the Duke. And it's I'm like trying, it's like I'm, a cartoony look kind yeah, of. Yeah, very cartoony look. Yeah, it's like a, it's an action. There's like some swooping on it. What? And they're swooping. So there is a actual retro version of this T-shirt in the Duke store. And I'm like, I want mine to look like that. So I've been aging one of the new ones, which they're friggin' fantastic, brand new. But I want to age it and make it what, look like What does agent mean? Age it. Yeah, what does that mean? I didn't say agent. I know. Yeah, not like Mr. Anderson. Well, not, not like that. Well, I reckon that you're attacking the thing I'm not defending. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm saying, what does that mean? Ah, so what I do is I fold it in a specific way where only the logo is forward and I drive around with it on my dashboard all day. And then, like, once a week, I'll get some rock salt and, like, a sponge, and I'll scrub the logo. Hey, Murray, and then I'll wash it. And I'll you, throw it in my washer. Hey, Murray, you listen to this serial killer stuff that Van's talking <laughs> Hi. about? Oh, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I'm in, the, I'm in the Jared Leto tier. What the? <laughs> is this, like, a Pinterest thing you saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Googled it. And then I did it like, it a, said, like a maniac. It said to age your clothes... You, you just rub them around in rock salt? Yeah, you expose them to the sun and you scrub them with rock salt. And then you wash them. Today, today's I-9 Varsity. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm really, it's going to look great. The I-9 Varsity is I'm very excited. serving sizes that are just too damn small. League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. This started because, as it turns out, a package of instant noodle ramen noodles a serving size is one half. That's dumb. That's psychotic. Who the is, flavor gonna, thing comes in one little square. Yeah. Who is going to make a packet of ramen, mix the powder into the soup, and then divide it in half? That's crazier That's, than what I just said to do to a T-shirt. Hey, Marie. Yes. If you get a can of canned soup. Mm-hmm. It's a third of the can. It's not even the full can of soup. Yeah, that's dumb. I know. Or how about <laughs> peanut butter? What? Yeah, delicious peanut butter. Have you ever just got a peanut butter sandwich and like put like two scoops, maybe three scoops of talking, peanut well, butter that's on there? Much. That's like eight servings a lot of, of peanut calories. butter. 
What about a celery train? There's so a celery train? A peanut butter? You never did that? Like ants on a log? Yeah. Sprinkle some, <laughs> sprinkle some raisins on it? Let's go. Celery train? Mm. All in a row. I put them all in a row. Make a little train. Oh, like a little choo-choo, boys. A little choo-choo out of them. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, even just a handful of nuts. It's so much calories. Half of an orange juice. Stop it. A 16-ounce orange juice, Amory. Eight ounces is the serving. Yeah. What? What? I, I don't think I understood the I-9 varsity when I came <laughs> up with my list when you first announced we were going to do this. Okay, you know what I get upset list, about? Amory? No, you know what I get upset about? Apple when you juice. open a chip bag and there's like half the chips are not in there. That a, what? That, do you have any idea how... That's shipping also, works. That's an unacceptable serving size. You Thank gotta you. fill. You gotta fill them with air oh, it's so and make annoying. the bag yeah. dense. Yes. Van, I, and Sushan were having lunch today, and I felt like my Cadoba, not Cadoba, what's it called here, Chipotle. Uh-huh. My Chipotle thing was yeah. only like like a third of the way filled, and I was like, "You're me- you're playing games, Chipotle." Should have got a burrito. In hindsight, I should have got a burrito. They just have you seen all those chip pulley hacks though? They're ridiculous. There's a lot of hacks. I don't do any of the fast food hacks. Half of a little Debbie's brownie, not two squares. Leave one of the squares. Leave. What are you you supposed to leave the other one wrapped up? Start the commercial early. I'm out of here. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Four a little Debbie's brownie's four servings. No, a little Debbie's brownie is two servings. Because there's two squares. There's two squares, yeah. and each square is a serving. Yes. Okay, it's not divided up into four. Seven. No. Okay, that's less insane. Partially insane. How many M&Ms do you believe is a serving? How big's my palm? <laughs> About yay. Ten. It's right around ten. That's actually very correct, yeah. Only 10 M&Ms are a serving? Yes. What is it, like 100 calories? I'm going to eat the whole bag. I'm eat opening the whole, the whole, the whole ass bag. Ass bag. Three quarters a cup for sugary cereal. Okay, this is starting to make sense. Okay, look, there you go. Fourteen walnut halves is a serving. See, I'm telling you, nuts are like the most calorie-dense thing on the planet. Amory, how much ketchup do you use when you catch up? All? Strauss is yelling, Amory. I don't don't eat a lot of ketchup these days because it's so high in sugar. Ah, there you go. More of a mustard girl these days. Oh, that's gross. One Pop-Tart? They're awful for you, by the Two way. Two come in a bag. Yeah. It's not health food. It's a Pop-Tart. Amory's real answer to this was, at ladies' night, I only get two drinks. No. <laughs> we know me better than that. Let's yeah, be honest. Real. Let's be honest here. Hey, you don't got to count calories when you skip dinner. Am I right? Let me drink them calories yeah, tonight. let's go. Cheap Car- date. Carbs? You mean Cheap beer? <laughs> Good job today, team. We're at the McLeod YMCA tomorrow. Hey, giving Mar- more blood. I've given a lot of blood. Hey, Marie, Van's not allowed to give blood at least one time since 1979. You can figure out the reasons. Okay. <laughs> Final words? Oh, too much for the time. A lot of my favorite thing you want to cover. Make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. Ooh, that'll be very good. Hey, Marie, good job today. Thank you. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Budokai.